Welcome back to Critical Banter, where we revamp the best bits from your favorite late night show and package them into a podcast. Today, uh, Kush makes a triumphant return, uh, and obviously Sen is back again with us. How are Hello. we doing today, gents? I'm good. Thanks for cutting me off. Very... <laughs> it's only been three weeks that I've been missing. That's it. And I'm back. That's like one third of how long we've been doing this podcast. I feel like that's standard for me, though, at this point. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy you're here. I'm that's happy. true. I, I liked our one-on-one session, um, but it is good to have a I thought it was member. quite intimate when I was editing it. I was like, wow, dude. this Oof. is." I don't know. It was a bit of panic stations last week when it was just me and Ro. <laughs> wasn't sure how it was going to go. Um, but I thought it went okay. It was not too shabby, but I'm glad to have the third member back again today. It's, it's, yeah, this feels more natural. It feels comfortable. Yeah. And I'm just used to comfortable. Yeah. Fair enough. I like it too. So uh, who wants to start? Sam, do you have something? Uh, what happened to you this week? Uh, I've got a few things, but first things first, I think we need to uh, acknowledge the elephant in the room. Kush is not that big. <laughs> <laughs> no, so obviously since Minx has gone, we've moved our recording location. Mm. And so in the last few weeks, yes. you may have noticed other background noises, <laughs> such as Cars, dogs, planes, birds. a lot of birds, <laughs> someone mowing their lawn at 9am on a Sunday. Um, so yeah, we've moved to Rohit's uh, garage now. So right now we're sitting around a ping pong table. Uh, there's Any danger? <laughs> what? We're a professional, we're in a studio, soundproofing, nothing to hear. Literally, I know, Look. we literally got sound rugs on the ground, we're already there. <laughs> I'm looking at Rohit and behind him is two bicycles. <laughs> Those bicycles weren't here last week, bro. Whose bikes are those? Did you just steal them? No, these, <laughs> these, are, these are my parents' bikes. They've started to get into bike riding. Yeah. So they've kept a, a couple of road bikes at the back. Are you serious? So they like ride their bikes around? Yeah. Like... Well, well, let me just say, though, because we're recording on this ping pong table, I haven't been able to play table tennis for the last, what, four weeks. Oh, that's a shame, bro. I'm itching. I'm itching. <laughs> we'll play a bit after this. Sorry, you can still play half. Yeah, it's, right. <laughs> it's only halfway. Anyways, so it's a far cry from uh, the Joe Rogan uh, recording den. Mm. Anyway, um, anyway, in this dog, uh, in this house, there was a dog. Kush, how would you describe this dog? Dude, th- this is the first time I've seen this dog. I'd say in five, six years, and he is thick. <laughs> like this dog is thick. It's a well-fed so, dog. <laughs> I'm letting you into my home. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's and bad. I'm just attacked. I don't like my dog being fat shamed. There, he is healthy. <laughs> no, he is, dude. He's healthy. I love it. I just, but the one thing I don't like, he's kidnapping shoes. I've seen it three times already. Yeah. Okay. So just to give you a bit of context, my dog really likes just bringing presents to people or just holding something in his mouth. And his preferred kind of go-to uh, is getting shoes and just holding them. And so <laughs> it, it's a bit dangerous because sometimes, you know, like obviously, saying you don't want your shoes to be eaten. Well, probably not. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants that. But it's, uh, I don't feel like it's a nice thing, you know? Let the dog have its little little place right, thing. Thick and a shoe napper. <laughs> I Great. don't know, man. Your dog's better fed than some kids in Africa. Um, I've got a... <laughs> so, boys, what do Hong Kong and Cleveland, oh. Ohio have in common? What Cleveland? Cleveland have in common. Are we talking a bit of... They're both supported by LeBron James? The opposite. <laughs> They've both known for burning LeBron James jerseys. So, I've got an update of the NBA China fiasco. So this week, LeBron was asked about his opinion because, you know, LeBron is the Rosa Parks of basketball, basically. <laughs> mm. And he's always got an opinion on something. So they asked him about his opinion on China and, uh, and the Daryl Morey tweet, which we talked about last week. And he said uh, that Daryl Morey was uneducated and uninformed. And that was a bit of a hot take. And now people in Hong Kong are burning LeBron jerseys in the streets. Mate, you misled us. You said what's similar about Cleveland and China. No, I said Hong Kong, mate. He said, I'm right? I don't know what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're hearing either. So wait, they're just burning like, like LeBron jerseys, effigies. Yeah, basically. The, the whole nine yards. Because <laughs> that's going to that's gonna achieve something. I, don't, I didn't really get the point of burning 
like jerseys and stuff. I think it's just a satisfying. It's a big thing. thing in the subcontinent. Yeah, like big, for, yeah, big thing. Uh, we can say this because we're from the subcontinent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just full disclosure. Yeah. Um, like I remember back in the day when you know Tendulkar was mm. not making runs in cricket. Or anyone was not making runs, cricket especially. They go outside, they throw stones at their houses, yeah. they burn effigies of the, the players. It's all very, it's, you know, it's intense. A, it's a silent protest in some way. You know, what's a good way of getting the message across? You just burn a jersey with their name on it. I feel like they should go further, burn themselves. A bit of self-immolation. <laughs> self-immolation, you reckon? <laughs> um, but no, well, LeBron's been getting slammed by everyone this week um, because he's basically been protecting his back pocket. So he's got a movie coming out in 2021, Space Jam 2. And obviously China... Set, set in China? Well, no, China is like one of the biggest markets for the movie. So if mm. he's seen to be an enemy of China, that movie won't do well. And so he's just protecting his own back pocket. But obviously mm. here at Critical Banter, we're all for that. Well, I'm, we're pro-China here. So <laughs> if, China, if the Communist Party wants some people to spread the good word of communism here in Australia, we're, we're happy to do yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be the speakers, the vessels that they could use. <laughs> but I'm so confused. Um, surely LeBron has enough dollars in his pocket not to worry about this kind of thing. Well, you'd think Thoughts? that. So there's only three people in history who have a lifetime Nike deal. It's Michael Jordan, Cristiano Ronaldo, and LeBron. It's like a billion dollar deal. Like Surely, that's that's, that's, that's like all the safest deal he's got. So I don't know why he needs any more money than that. Might be a publicity stunt, getting back in the news. Yeah, LeBron James. we've always said that any publicity is good. Any yeah. publicity is good publicity. But so the people why reason why people are getting uh, like annoyed with LeBron is because when uh, so he spoke out against like the uh, like the police brutality against uh, black people in the U.S. and he said you know um, obviously it's a bad thing and he spoke out against that. But then now with this like brutality against the Hong Kong protesters, he won't condemn the Chinese government. I so also, there's like a bit of a hip- hypocrisy there. I also heard there's some slight hypocrisy with like his NBA game scene yeah do you know about yeah, yeah. that do you know it no oh, okay. <laughs> i just i just know of it i thought you were, i thought you were bringing it up so you knew something of <laughs> no it. i just read it and i was that like, was my bad I, assuming you didn't know anything that was my bad um no so in the nba 2k 20 game there's a cut scene where mm. lebron talks about how you know everyone has a right to stand up against for free speech and to stand up against you know uh like evil and whatnot and so for him to now do the opposite of that and not do it it's like a massive hypocrisy between yeah, right. those two things um, but yeah, so LeBron is enemy of the podcast now. Mm. <laughs> Kush, do you have anything? Yeah, I mean, I read an interesting article uh, this week. Apparently, um, the Nike Air Maxes, a limited edition was released, and this was filled with apparently holy water from the Jordan River. What? <laughs> 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 this is, it gets even more interesting. So apparently, they've been dubbed the Jesus Shoes mm. with a price tag of $3,000. So, as Jesus I mean, would have intended. <laughs> as Jesus would have intended, exactly. They were sold out literally, I think, within the first few hours. So hold people on. bought these shoes. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me clarify. So there is a price on Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me just clarify one thing. <laughs> what do you mean by they had water in them? They had water in them, right? <laughs> That's as, literally it. No, as in like what they like they baptized the shoes? <laughs> yes, yeah. No, they actually baptized the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and there is um, a Bible verse printed on it on the side, 1425, Matthews 1425, which is apparently about Jesus walking on water. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold wait, on. Wait, right. Hold on. Matthew 1425, which one's that? Come on, quickly. What do you I don't know the, the <laughs> I don't know the whole Bible off by heart. Mate. Anyways, so are you wait, Kush, I'm actually not understanding this at all. <laughs> so <laughs> Like, do they pour water into the actual shoe itself, it's or is the is the is the Nike Air Max instead of the Air? It's like filled with water. So I think that's is it cushioning it is. the water well, from the Jordan? This this article said it was a baptism, but for a shoe. Okay, so they literally just dunked it in the Jordan River yeah. water. Three thousand dollars, and then well, there you go. I actually read about this. So, like, once you put the shoes on, you just start spouting anti-gay bullshit. As well. <laughs> Well, it has the whole package. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember like, like 
apparently this was meant to be, you know, some sort of publicity stunt for, uh, you As know. As we can hear some dogs just <laughs> yeah. going ancient in the background. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> No, apparently a priest blessed the, these shoes as well. Like a priest fully blessed it. Like, and then he touched the shoes inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they shouldn't call him the Air Jesus. Why are they still calling him the Air Maxes? Like Air Jesus would have sold it. It's still, it's still banged though, right? Apparently the sales. It's still banged. They're making more, but this is not Nike though. This is like a third party that bought it from Nike and they're just reselling it basically. Oh, so they've just bought some Air Maxes. Dun- just dunk it in <laughs> yeah. the water and be like, bro, these are Jesus shoes. <laughs> Go walk in some water, mate. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Oh dear! I reckon though, surely, like I don't understand people buying or people spending so much money on shoes. Like, have you seen those like yeah. um, you know those YouTube videos of celebrities going out and going sneaker shopping the and they sneaker, buy like yeah, fifteen yeah. pairs of shoes? They even review the shoes. It's like it's, it's the flex. It's all the whole flex culture, and you know. Just... But the thing is, people watch that stuff. Like, there's a lot of viewers. Yeah, yeah I, mean, watch I, I watched it. Yeah, fair. <laughs> you but, watch uh, it. I was, in, I, I, I was in like I saw Roger Federer or something go sneaker shopping or like something oh, okay. nonsense like Roger that. Roger Federer wears sneakers. What do you think he wears when he plays tennis? I don't know. I thought he'd wear like business shoes or something. He seems like that kind of like, like a class. Doesn't he fellow. have like seven kids or something? Yeah, he has like four kids. Oh yeah, yeah. So he has two sets of twins. What are the odds of that, right? Yeah. Why do you throw it to me? <laughs> uh, one in one million. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, bro. <laughs> so my worst nightmare actually is I want. I think I want three kids. Right. right, and they my worst nightmare. What my worst? Jesus, my worst night. Throwing me under the bus there, big time. So my worst nightmare is having two kids and then going for the third and then getting ending up with like triplets or something. Cool. Thanks, Cool. Do you have anything else, Kush? Because uh, I've got a few more things. I was no, just going to no. disregard what I just said. Don't worry about the kids thing. <laughs> All right. So on the theme of like priests and whatnot, so I've got another uh, story from this week. So on a current affair, mm. did you guys see this? Sandeep. Uh, yeah, my S- mate Sandeep. What's his name? Creep, Creep Sandeep no, or something? That Sandeep was the, headline? the Creep, Kush. Did you All see right. this? Enlighten me, boys. All right. So on a current affair, you know, the reputable news source. Mm, reputable um, indeed. They had a story about a guy called Sandeep the Creep. So it was an Uber driver called Sandeep. Yeah. And um, basically what he was doing was he was asking women instead of um, paying the fare yeah. for, for other favors. Okay. And so one lady uh, recorded him and he's like, you know, instead of paying the fare, you, we can be friends with benefits. And so the girl's like, uh, no, I'm good. He's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. We can do that. We can be friends with benefits. Like, no, I'm good. And he just kept <laughs> pestering her. And in the end, they, he, they ended up, um, he actually agreed to do an interview with ACA. What? I don't know why he did that. So they have him on camera. Yeah. He's listening to the audio. He's like, no, no, that's not me. That's not <laughs> buddy. And in the end, he's like, yeah, yeah, it was me. I want to apologize. It's like, mate, it's too late for that. I reckon he said, sorry, let's move on. <laughs> Fair enough then, I guess. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? Where you've ever been? What, the harass girls like that? Yeah, I no. mean we're the subcontinent people here. Exactly. <laughs> so this guy's doing us a lot of damage, mate. You know, we can't go out, and you know, people are just gonna be like, "Oh, you want to friends with benefits?" Every or- average, like you know, people from the subcontinent, no one is like this. You know, from our school, from uni, but then you get like these weirdos that come out and do this. Like, mm. I like the elitism. You know, we're above these no, other subcontinental. I mean, no, Kush has a point. I mean. It's it's all it's only the fobs that are like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like all the naturalized race. So people who were born here. I mean, we know that it's not okay to ask and do literally. Like I that. mean, like they don't go, "Hey, how you doing?" It's like send bobs and vagin- like, <laughs> come on, man, like, what's going on? It's literally only the imports from overseas yeah. that do that. So we, and they're giving we, the rest of us a bad name. Mm, yeah, that is true. So how do, how do we mitigate this problem? How I do think we... it's just interaction. You just got to teach him how to interact. That's literally it. 
I think so, what's it called inculturation. Get them, get them indoctrination. In, yeah, <laughs> inculturation. Assimilation. Society and culture reference from back in the day. Yeah, assimilation. Uh. Institutionalized. Assimilation. That's the one we're talking assimilation. about. Assimilation. Assimilation. Yeah, that's, that's what. No, my my solution is just send them all home. So yeah, I feel like saying your solution is to stop the. To be honest, boats. that's my answer for most of things. <laughs> well, just go <laughs> just home. Send, just go home. We're full. Yeah, old mate. Old mate. Sundeep though. He's a strange character. I was watching that interview as well. You saw it, right? Yeah, it's mm. it's very uncomfortable to watch it's, and yeah. listen like, to. What, yeah, what, the audio that he was playing was like seriously cringe. It, it's like, very sleazy, very too persistent exactly. as well. Yeah, like, it, it was. You could hear the desperation in exactly. his voice. Yeah, it's not like you know, like timing your lunch break shits, breaks to <laughs> see some baddies <laughs> in the elevator. Definitely yeah. not like that. <laughs> But, like, but it's these subcontinental ones. They should go home. They should definitely go. Send them to Man Asylum. No, but I'm just saying. So like, that's only one girl who's come forward. Imagine how many times it has worked for him. Yeah. None. I'd, absolutely zero. You reckon he has zero success? Zero. I reckon no strike rate. Zero, yeah. absolutely nothing. I reckon the fact that he keeps doing it means it has to have worked at least once before. I don't think so. I think he's just trying and seeing if it does work. I think it's a drunk night out. You, the Uber's like 100 bucks. You know, it's just easy. Nah, I don't think so. Actually, when you, when you frame it like that... <laughs> It By the way, are we condoning plausible. his no, behavior? Yeah, let's just preface. <laughs> Hashtag sense and deep home. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to put myself in my shoes, right? If yeah. someone was like, you want to be friends with benefits for a hundred dollar Uber. Yeah. What's a, you know, what's a, what's what's a, a quick, quick little tub, peck on the cheek? You know? Yeah, exactly. I did read, there was like a comment on the article. I was on Reddit, like regarding Sandeep the Creeps, like someone who had a similar story and there's like a guy and like, it was like a male uh, taxi driver and he offered like... Like, he's like, oh, give me a blowjob and, like, I won't pay you the... F- like, you don't have to pay the fare. The fare was $8. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no, man. that did not work for him. <laughs> what's uh, what's the minimum amount? <laughs> oh, we're not answering we're not going that. There? We're All not right. going to go there. Fair enough. We'll leave that there. All righty, cool. Uh, we'll, move into some, we'll move into the first segment then, shall we? So our first segment today is banter reviews, where we just review the most mundane, stupid things that happen in our lives. Um, so I'll start us off. Uh, cricket season has started. Uh, Ro, you're playing this season. I am. How'd you go, mate? Oh, we went pretty well. Two seventy one. Was yeah, our what about you? How'd you go, Ro? Uh, tunned up, big time. Ro made us uh, do this so he could bring us thirty four hundred. So well done, Ro. You got a big hundred. Thank you. Um, anyway, so yeah, it was a, it was my first game in a long time yesterday, mm. and so I thought. You know, let's get take take us through some metrics. Um, so the first one is villageness. So we're playing turf cricket. Mm. Uh, you're playing Syntho, right? Syntho, yeah. So we're playing turf cricket, but against park cricketers. So already the villageness is up there. Um, yeah. What, what does village mean, though? So village just means it's just not good quality. It's just village cricket. You know? Yeah, it's just poor. Like you'd play it in the villages. It yeah, is where yeah, it comes yeah, from. Yeah. Yeah. Gully cricket. It's the lowest quality of cricket you can get. Mm. Um and to be honest, I was a big culprit for village cricket. Everyone else had spikes on yesterday. <laughs> I was just wearing my joggers, my bright orange joggers. So, okay. So, cricket, you got to wear whites. It's all white. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We need a lot of context well, this, for this. Dude, this is so much context. So everyone, like, white shirt, white pants, white shoes yeah. is the classic tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, someone's wearing white pants, white shoes, orange sneakers. Bright orange sneakers. <laughs> That's, that is a bit shameful, to be so, fair. So, yeah. The, so, the villageness was there. Um, and, you know, so we were bowling. And so the batsmen were just missing completely straight balls and getting bowled. Like yeah. it was just not good quality cricket. Yeah, all I can around. I can just see this like already. It's like the women's big bash. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, no need for that. That's Roy. something sense you say, <laughs> dude. But the, so the other team had this absolute unit of a batsman. Like, There's always was, one. There's always one, dude. Like. Like the, I'm pretty sure we, we came before the game and we saw the other team. They were running laps around him oh. to warm up. 
but he was a big boy. Like he did not, he didn't take any singles or anything. Like he just stood there and he delivered. Yeah. And like he he absolutely deposited me like over the fence for six. So whenever like so in park cricket, what usually happens is you always have these blokes. It's like all ages, right? So you have yeah. it ranges for my team at least or my comp. It ranges from like sixteen. Uh, to like 60 yeah right so you always get these like overweight middle-aged blokes who are 40 literally who are you know exactly what they're going to do yeah and they're just going to swing for the fences 100 percent. so that's what he did he just absolutely uh yeah just swung for the fences basically so for villageness i'm giving it eight out of eight that was the most village stuff i've seen in a long time so you're saying there was nothing professional about it no that was (laughs) just amateur complete amateur. from start to beginning it was just all amateur um so second uh, metric is sledging. Obviously, sledging is, you mm. know, it's part of the game. It's, yeah. it's very much ingrained within the game itself. And sledging is basically just shit talking, just mm. talking shit to the other team. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, the sledging was uh, not up to standard. It was pretty poor. Yeah, usually the band, it's like, it's, it's like kind of funny, witty things that you say to the batsman. Yeah. I, don't know, I like the, the really shit sledging. <laughs> where it's like, you notice there's really the, the comments that are like been there for a while, like send these bales to Wales yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> Like the I'll, under 11 stuff. Yeah, let's give him a Yorker. He'll be a walker. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that is trash. Yeah, that's trash. My favorite line is um, just when they're swinging and missing or they're just not playing well. You just like ask them at the non-strikers and like everything all right at home? <laughs> <laughs> like, like selling those seeds of doubt. <laughs> so, with the, yeah, so with the big unit yesterday, um, so we had a spinner and he just mm. wasn't like hitting him. He was like missing the ball. Mm. And yeah. So one of the guys just chirped up. Oh, I wonder how much that bat was. Would have been a waste of money. That is the worst sledge of all time. That is terrible. I think that's on par with mine. It's not good. It's not good. So for sledging, I gave it a 2.22 out of 8. It just wasn't good. Just poor form. Did anyone say the classic more dots than an Aborigine painting? (laughs) Better batting in the showers. I think... (laughs) Better batting in the showers is good. Um, the Aboriginal one, I don't think in this day and age with this PC culture, I don't think you can say that anymore. So usually when, when people sledge, it's like the fielder sledging the batsman. Yeah. Yesterday, I was just bored. So I was batting, I was sledging the fielders. <laughs> Were they that bad? So the bowler, so what happened is the bowler bowled, bowled a ball. Wow, that's, that's an interesting <laughs> sentence. tough to say. Yeah. So I, I hit him for four. Yeah. And then All he right, just... We he, get it, bro. You're good. No, no, you're a century, okay? He, no, relax. There's a story to this. He sprayed me. Like, he absolutely sprayed me. Because the next ball, he bowled like a... Yeah. like a, just, I just blocked it. Yeah. I was like, can't hit that ball for four. I'm like, just settle down, Chet. Anyway, when I said that, he turned around and just blew up in my face. He was like, you have wit. Like, get out of here. Like, blow. And I was like, just take it easy, dude. Relax. We're playing like B1s here. Just take it easy. Oh, this is peak park cricket um so my next uh next metric is self-importance so we had mm. an umpire yesterday so when you play on uh turf you get a proper umpire yep. and so this guy was like a 60 year old man he had nothing else better to do on his saturday i was like fuck i'll get paid 15 dollars an hour to umpire some park cricket yeah and so there was a ball that happened and so the batsman didn't play a shot and mm. it went down and they took a single and so normally that should be a dead ball because the batsman didn't play a shot, right? Yeah. Mm. And so one of the guys went and asked him, hey, isn't that a dead ball? Yeah. And the umpire's like, listen, mate, I'll umpire, you just bowl. <laughs> and then the guy's like, hey, man, I was just curious. Don't be curious, just bowl. <laughs> I like this guy. Absolute power trip from Dude. this retiree. I feel like all of these umpires, like, oh, I was tagged, sometimes we have referees mm. who have those power trips. Just anyone who spends their time watching cricket for six hours on a Saturday afternoon <laughs> genuinely has no life at home. I'm just going to put that out there. I, I agree. So for self-importance, I'm giving it a 7.1 out of 8. Mm. Right. Um, so the next uh, metric for us is Dora the Explorer. So we didn't have... <laughs> so we were playing in a park where there was a big fuck-off hill yeah. at the end of edge of the boundary and it went off to a street. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy... So the absolute unit who tonked a six... <laughs> The ball went flying into the trees, into the road. And so we, we had a drinks break. Yeah. Ten minute drinks break. We spent eight of those minutes looking for the ball. 
We didn't find the ball in the end. Mm. So we had to get another ball from the other team. Does this happen often? I mean, occasionally. Usually there's bushland and scrub, like shrubbery around, yeah. right? So when you hit there, it is Door of the Explorer. Everyone has to walk out. Yeah. Like part no, pretty the much, bushes. Yeah, exactly, there was like yeah. eight guys just walking through bushes and through streets trying to look for a little mm. red ball. Nah, a little that, red ball in misery. Peak, that's Peak Village. <laughs> but that was, yeah. So we didn't find it. So that was, again, another eight out of eight. Fair enough. Um, my final, red, uh, my final uh, metric is, of course, the classic regret. And when, when we were walking through the shrubbery looking for the ball, and then when the other team was like 160 for three or four or something, and it was like 30 degrees, and I was just standing like a mid-on, just looking up at the sky, my regret hit peak level. So for regret, I gave it a 99.94 out of eight. Uh, to, uh, big ups to the big Donny. So total for cricket, I've given it 125.26 out of 40. Our best review yet. Our best review yet. All right, Kush, I believe you have a, another banter review. Yeah, um, I've watched a, a film recently. I saw Joker. Um, just let you know there'll be some spoilers in this film. So if you don't want to yeah, yeah. hop off, hop tune off. off. But don't tune off. That'll ruin just our Just skip statistics. a couple of minutes ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, because a couple of minutes ahead will be the spoilers. <laughs> so you just skip about five minutes ahead. Yeah. Don't skip this. Skip two and a half minutes late. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, the first factor, I think this is a... It's become a meme now. The society one, the we live in a society. Surely you've seen mm, that meme. We live yeah? in a society factor. Yeah. So Joker in the film, spoilers, actually says in the talk <laughs> Are you gonna show... you going to say spoilers? I'm going to say it all the time. <laughs> At the end, he literally says, you know, we live in a society. And I could literally hear all the incels, like, peeking, like, fuck you, yeah, dude. Yeah. Society. I mean, but I mean, there's so many comments as well. Like, you know, the 1990 version of the Joker, you chuck him in acid and he goes crazy. But, you know, now you chuck him in a society and he goes, goes crazy. crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to give this an 8 out of 8 because this is peak society. This is peak society. <laughs> um, Should we really be bagging out the incels? I feel like that's a core demographic for our yeah, podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, um, there's the bowling for Columbine factor. Now, this one, I'm going to give a 1.5 out of 8. So, Sen, do you want to run us through the Columbine factor here? Well, it's a, it's, Bowling for Columbine was a documentary made by our good friend Michael Moore mm. um, about the school shooting that happened at Columbine High School. Yeah. And so, the security factor you said was, yeah. what did you give it again? Right? I give it a 1.5 out of 8. Mm. So, Is that good or bad? Well, I forgot how our metrics work. <laughs> so, look, you know, the thing was... The media hyped it up, you know, there's LAPD, etc. We're in Sydney, Australia, okay? So, but still, the media was there. So I was like, oh, shoot, okay, something might happen. But um, I went in there, no security guards, nothing. Even the people were meant to check your movie ticket. Yeah. I just walked in. So <laughs> there was got... just no security whatsoever? Nothing at because all. Because you, know? you do that, like, regularly anyway. We'll avoid that for now. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, you know, I marked myself safe from the Joker film. No <laughs> <laughs> no needs for those thoughts and prayers but I will let you know there was there was one guy seated in front of me you know he had the Joker shirt on oh right? no. and a backpack a, with a trench coat he had a backpack oh, alright here we go was he by himself by himself no, seedy that goatee that is plenty of danger oh, yeah every 10 seconds I was like oh media LAPD you know <laughs> <laughs> just looking down must be a listener of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll give that 1.5 out of 8, that 1.5 because of that that bloke. Hmm. Now, the next fact I'm going to talk about the death of the Waynes. So as we know, in every Batman origin story, the Waynes have to die. It's, you know, true Batman. This is a story about the Joker, though, and the Waynes somehow sure the, die. In the Bible, the Waynes die as well, right? <laughs> the Waynes? Yeah. yeah There's dude. no Waynes. Thomas and Martha Wayne, they die. Mate, it's a story as old as time, mate. Exactly. Right, okay. They're in this Groundhog Day situation, you know, they just constantly die no matter what. Mm. But, you know, I'm giving this an 8 out of 8, you know. They somehow die. It's not their origin story, but they're still going to no, die. No, I like the way that they do it. You like the I way? I really like the way that they 
tied the Batman origin story into the Joker. You didn't really that. need it though, but they just chucked it in because hey, let's just kill the Waynes. You gotta kill the Waynes. <laughs> Uncle Ben is probably pissed off. Like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ben. Um, the next factor, I'm gonna talk about tattoos. I'm gonna give this one an eight out of eight. So in Suicide Squad, uh, the actor Jared Leto, good, mm. good, but um, <laughs> Jared Leto uh, was the Joker, and in that one, he had very weird take on the Joker. So he had tattoos all over his face. His yeah, like body. devastated or something on his forehead. He had damaged on his damaged, forehead. That's the one. Now I don't know if that was some sort of Symbolism, like, ooh, he's damaged, damage, you know, yeah. he's damaged good. Yeah. Even had little the ha ha ha, like, okay, we get it, you're crazy, yeah. right? In this one, absolutely no tattoos. So I'm gonna say it's a ballsy move to, you know, avoid these tattoos because mm. obviously the audience is dumb enough not to understand that he's damaged. So eight out of eight. <laughs> eight out of eight. Now the last one's uh, it's a bit of a, well, I think it's just me being, you know, really fancy with all the, the pop points, etc. But I'm gonna call this the wicker chair. So this one got <laughs> five point three five out of eight. So near the end of the film, again, spoilers, there is, um, there is a riot that happens, an anti-rich riot. And, um, you know, everyone's wearing joker masks. People have baseball bats, they're breaking cars, etc. There's mm. this is one bloke, though, mm. who has a wicker chair. What, what are you saying? Wicker chair. <laughs> What's a wicker chair? It's just one of those you know, folding wooden chairs. That's all it is. Why is it a wicker? Isn't that, that like this a... This is the name. This is the actual oh, okay, name. Right. That's the point you're taking Sorry, up yeah, with yeah. this. So wait, he was just holding a chair. He was holding a wicker, just, you know, raising it in the air, shouting. I don't know what he was shouting. But he had a wicker chair. Everyone had, you know, guns, <laughs> baseball bats. This guy's holding a chair. For the extra... I reckon he needs the extra reach. I don't know. Chair. I think it was more like, hey, anybody tired? Take a seat, you know? <laughs> we'll go through the riot you know, in a couple of minutes. He took his inspiration from the Sydney stabbing bloke, the guy with the chair. Well, let's just move on from... <laughs> <laughs> there was no one with a crate there though. There was right. no one with a milk crate, just the yeah, just yeah, the yeah. chair. But you know, um overall thirty point eight five out of forty. Yeah. You know? mm. Good film though. Good film. Good film. Yeah. We all liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was alright, I don't know. Yeah. It's a good film. Alright, excellent. Let's move on to the next segment. Alright guys, speaking of triumphant returns, it's time for a triumphant return of a segment we uh tried last week. So it's a return of unsolicited, unqualified and uncomfortable. Where now three very single blokes give their <laughs> shit opinions or shit advice of uh, love queries, questions, questions, yeah. stories. Anyway, Rose got two actual stories from this week, so yeah. two people have written in. And Ro, take it away. So people, yeah, people enjoyed the segment last time. So they've come in with their own problems, wanting enjoyed? advice. Really? I mean, they must have thought our advice was sound send because they're coming in with sound. us for round two. <laughs> Fair enough. So. This is from... All right, we'll call the guy Wait, in this are we, case. Are we saying names? Yeah, we'll call this guy Dan. Yep. Uh, and the girl is Pam. Lovely. All righty. So this is what Dan read in, uh, wrote in to us. And this is the actual names, right? I don't know Pam, but Dan's the actual name. Dan's yeah. actual Dan's name. Actual That's what I thought. All right. So he says, around four months ago, I introduced my best friend at the time to my girlfriend, not thinking much about it. They talked extensively but I was willing to let it slide as she was suffering with mental health issues and needed people for support. So I let her do what made her happy. It became a crowing concern and I asked them both to only receive the response, nah, bro, I wouldn't do that to you from my mate and ooh, no way from her. Last week, she left me for my, ref- my best friend. Thoughts? Oof. So Dan is the poor cuck in this situation. He got cucked He's hard. been cucked, right? Mm. So, what is, so firstly, right, in this situation, what does he do with the best friend? Well, he got cucked. It's, not, it's just fair play, man. Well, yeah. GG, well done. Nothing you can do. I mean, 
What, you reckon just... Does he still be friends with the guy, though? No, absolutely. Nah. Sever the friendship? You see, yeah, well. you, you end that right there. Mm, or do you think they can be friends after being cucked that yeah. badly? Surely it's embarrassing to see that person. You can't come back from that. You nah. can't. There's no... You can't... Actually, no, you're even more of a cuck if you stay <laughs> friends with them. No, I'm being serious. <laughs> so you reckon... Like, someone's just absolutely embarrassed you, mm. and now you, you continue yeah, being look, friends that, with them. Yeah, that's not cuck nation. That's cuck universe right there. Cuck You're universe. I reckon... So Dan is telling me... Well, you know, obviously... For next time, yeah. right? His, his, his girlfriend for next time, maybe suffering from mental health issues. Mm. You know, just tell her to end it all. <laughs> what, Beyond Blue? I just, didn't know, just end the relationship yeah. and then so just, you know, just look <laughs> after, your, look look after your yourself health, and then yeah. you know, look after your mental health no, no. first because that, that's the most that's important, important thing. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. So this is what I think, right? Dan, Dan was, you know, this situation is, is, is a bit familiar. Why did this happen to me in year 11 as well? You got, you got cuck universe. <laughs> I got cuck universe. <laughs> So we'll, we'll tell the story Actually it's a good story So uh, You might want to wipe away Those tears first before you. Yeah, <laughs> Why am I crying in the club <laughs> um, So in year 11 uh, What happened So I was, I was dating this girl Yeah um, Not very long To be yeah. fair It was like a It was very short At most yeah. um, Anyway my best friend at the time So Miguel <laughs> No not Miguel So my best friend at the time He's like So I broke up with her Yeah um, And very short after My yeah. best friend at the time He asked me He's like hey man I like this girl like, can I start dating her? Like okay. my ex. So he asked you, all right? He asked so me. he asked you. Respect, yeah. yeah. Fair play. And I said, hey, um, just buy me a Subway sandwich and we're even. <laughs> and that's so, how she was worth to you. That's the value. $6.50. <laughs> Italian herbs and cheese. A pizza sub. <laughs> Actually, no, I got premium. I got chicken teriyaki. Good. Yeah, so maximize that. 10 bucks, exactly. Mm. So, Dan, I reckon get old mate to buy you a Subway sandwich yeah. and call it even. Get three cookies as well. Three cookies, over. yeah. And yeah. drink. Yeah. So money can buy you love. Money absolutely. <laughs> Six dollars fifty exactly. So for the next bit, I feel like Dan might be scarred from this, right? Do we advise Dan to potentially be wary of other guys in future? Well, I think you should be wary of other guys at all times <laughs> and at all places. <laughs> just constantly just on the constantly on edge. You should be on alert. Yeah. yeah. So, so next time Dan should just not let her girlfriend, his girlfriend, talk to talk to anyone. No, hundred percent. You should just, just keep, keep her on a lock, leash back lock, in the lock basement. Her in the basement yeah, let her watch her Joker on repeat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just she, slide food and water on the door every couple of days. <laughs> so he should be the only point of contact she has at all the real time. world, yeah. for sure. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. All right, cool. That's a healthy relationship. That's good advice for Dan. All right, second one. Um We'll call this guy Phil. Mm. Phil was the last week, but Phil's actually here. Um, his name's actually Phil. Lovely. Um, and we'll call the next one, uh, the female in this situation, uh, Mill. Mill. Mill, okay. Lovely. Um, and so Phil was telling me this story. Yeah. Um, he said that... Does his, Phil know you're telling this story on the podcast? I mean, Phil might know, he might not. You know, let's not what get Phil into semantics. What Phil doesn't know doesn't hurt him. <laughs> exactly right. So Phil's telling me this story. He, uh, so he, him and his um, girlfriend... Long-term girlfriend. He has a tattoo of his girlfriend. Ooh, um, so that's already a red flag. Yeah. So they, they live together or whatever, right? Phil has a mate's... Uh, you know, he loves the rugby and the Rugby World Cup's on at the moment. Okay. Um, and so he was supposed to watch the Rugby World Cup with his mates, yeah. having a barbecue, good times with them, some beds. Sounds good, yeah. It's a nice night out, right? His girlfriend, the same night, mm. had her grandmother's like 90th birthday. Ooh, um, okay. And Phil said... Like, I'll come with you to the birthday. Yeah. But I'm not happy about it. Okay. Because you'd rather be at the pub with the boys. Fair yeah. enough. The girlfriend then gets angry at Phil mm. for... So she was really pissed off at him for saying that, hey, you know, I'd rather be with my mates. And now Phil's coming to me and he's like, is that reasonable? 
Right. Well, okay, first things first, who, who made the plan first? Like, did, did she tell him or my grandmother's birthday? I assume the grandmother's came first, right? But yeah. Phil still went or is going to the grandmother's He's still going, party. exactly. All yeah. he said was like, I would prefer, like, uh, like let's be real. Your yeah. grandma's going to die anyway. It's going to turn into a funeral the <laughs> yeah. same night. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, you know, Phil, in my position, or what mm-hmm. I think, is our mate Phil's done nothing wrong. He's yeah. gone to the grandmother's birthday party. Yeah. So he, he just went, wasn't right? happy. Yeah, he just went. What's she complaining about? She was not happy with the tone of voice and the fact that he was not really <sighs> excited to go to old mate's 90th can't birthday. Win with these people. Look, just lock her up in a basement, feed her food and drink. <laughs> <laughs> so hearing these stories, are you glad you're single? Mate, you're single as well. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> Attacked. Kush, what are you laughing about, mate? No, um, <laughs> look, I think these are very niche uh examples that we're giving these aren't the norm you know what i mean like these are the exact exemptions to the rule you know what i mean mm. like this isn't what a normal relationship sounds. i hope not no in fact continue i think no she's very unreasonable she look she just asked him to come he came he's not happy whatever she can't have her cake and eat it too the man oh, I came i think that's respect uh, yeah he came like i mean Smart. Would there be a problem if he didn't go if he went to the boys birthday yeah if he, went, if he didn't go then yeah. fair enough i'd be on her side but Look, he showed up. I think that's the yeah. absolute least he could do, and he did it. Just so, imagine how much he's getting grilled by the boys right exactly. now. <laughs> he's copping a lot on the other side that yeah. she doesn't know about. That's true, actually. There's always two coins to the exactly. story. But surely, like... Two sides to a coin. Two is, coins to the story. <laughs> surely isn't, 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 like, you know, attitude important, though? Well, how did he say? Like, was he like, oh, fuck you. I think I'd rather be with the boys, eh? <laughs> I think he was just like, nah, like, look, like, I'm not happy about it. I will come. But, yeah. you know, I have this plan. So he just wanted to let her know that he had other plans. That's not a problem. I think that's fine. But if he was, you know, on the other side, like raging and stuff, then that's a problem. Mm. I think that matters. But if you're just like, you know, from, I had a plan with the boys. From the sounds of it, she doesn't want a boyfriend. She wants a yes man. Just yeah. someone who's like, yes boss, yes sir, I'll come, don't you worry. Need someone who's saluting. Like, you're right. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, feel your girlfriend is Hitler, basically. Exactly. And uh, you should break up with her. That is our advice. Yeah, 100%. This right. is toxic. Beautiful. Alright guys, this is the end of the episode. As per usual, I've got my tip of the week. Uh, the Canadian federal election is coming up, boys. Mm. Uh, the Liberal Party, which I believe is Justin Trudeau, they're a hot favourite at $1.60. But my, my back, I'll back the People's Party, which I believe is a communist party. Oh. And they're at $251 to come into party, so wow. up the communists. Good value there. Um, I got one value. more thing. Yeah. Kush. Oh no. What is happening? I'm looking at Kush right now and he's done half a job with this shaving. He's done the Charlie Chaplin, the Adolf Hitler. I'm thinking, dude, you're a few, like, yeah, millimeters away from being Adolf Hitler. Exactly. Thank God. Millimeters. (laughs) All right. So what happened? You know, I was shaving and this happens sometimes using a trim and you go accidentally too much on one side. All right. Mm. I had to do it on my second you side. You have to even it out. I, it happened three times I fucked it up. <laughs> and it went this small now. That literally my dad came up. He's like, hmm, almost Adolf. And I was like, holy shit, man. Why you just shave it all off at that point? Nah, just start again. This will grow back in a week. It's no, all right. I like it. Keep it cush. You like it, Hitler. <laughs> Jesus, Rose, man. Come on. Fantastic. <laughs> all right. I've got my uh, fact of the week, boys. Um, in 1536... King Christian III of the of Denmark and Norway actually led a reform in Catholic possessions. So he arrested Catholic bishops, organized the Diet of Copenhagen, and he confiscated church property and established the Lutheran Church, boys. Ah, oh, that's how the Lutheran Church started. Yeah, King Christian III. All right, Miguel, would you like to uh, take us home tonight? 
Yes, if you want to hear more of Sen's tips of the week and other segments, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify, The Critical Banter Podcast. And if also, if you want to dub in a rare unit, you can uh, send us through that on Instagram and Facebook, The Critical Banter Podcast, or at Critical Banter. Uh, if you want to ask us any uh, other questions as well, you can do that as well. Hashtag RCCB. If you also want to stay anonymous, you can do that. Just let us know. We'll change your name if you want. Just uh, he's in a hurry. Yeah, sounds like that was a bit, that was a bit speedy, Miguel. <laughs> Cocaine must be good over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Good episode today, fellas. See ya.